This is not Russia. This is not Ukraine. This war is going on within. Trains were burned. Public property was damaged. Youth was misguided and misused. In this episode, we talk about the newly launched Agnipat scheme of the Indian Armed Forces. Hi everyone, we are FII Crew and this is FII Crew 101. Tonight we are talking about something that is there on every Indian's mind at the moment. But pretty much half of us have no idea what we're talking about. Tonight, we'll attempt to talk about facts, problems and issues, possible solutions as well. But as with any other topic, the Agnipat scheme has a lot of depth and nuance to it. So as of this moment, there's not a lot of clarity and we are hopeful things will become even clearer in the coming days. Just to begin with, I'd like to ask, do you have any clue when this scheme was actually planned and proposed? Honestly, until earlier in the morning today, I had no idea about the Agnipa scheme whatsoever. I mean, I'm I just sure. knew. I'm sure know. most of the viewers and most of the listeners also think that this is something which is very new. But just to give you guys a better perspective, this has actually been in the planning stage since 1989. Whoa, that's a long time. I'll also tell you about the reason why this has been in the planning. Mm-hmm. and why this is actually being proposed and executed right now. Uh, right, so the average age of the serving personnel in the Indian Armed Forces right now is 32. Whereas uh, the requirement has to be brought down to 26. Why? Because the focus is on the youth. Any army which has the youth on their side and you know has younger people serving the nation is definitely a stronger and a better army. Oh, absolutely, man. I mean, I would definitely think the same because uh, given the current world scenario, I definitely think that the youth have a huge role to play. And uh, with the kind of adaptability that the young mind portrays and displays, couple that with the Indian Defense Forces and you really get something worth having on your side. Something which is really going to kick some ass. Absolutely, 100%. Right, so going forward, one of the major reasons why uh, the age actually has to be brought down and, you know, all the planners and people in the top positions are actually gunning for it is because the future warfare is not going to be conventional in any way. Mm -hmm. It is definitely going to be more of cyber warfare, more technologically savvy warfare, and a lot of technology is going to be used and in no way it is going to be a conventional warfare. I can definitely see that happen. So as you rightly said, today we are going to be talking about some facts, some real real things, some of the problems, issues that are actually associated with the entire Agnipat scheme and possible and probable solutions about it. Right, so few of the issues that have actually come up right now, I'll just point out a few issues. First of all, people are saying that uh, the Agni Veers who are going to be taking part in uh, taking part in the Agnipat scheme will not be compensated as they should be. I actually have different views on it. What about you? Definitely. I mean, I think it's partly correct to sort of think a little bit in terms of being anxious about it. Yes, but I think we'll come to that in a bit in terms of the security stability aspect of it but in terms of direct compensation i would say it's more than fair right 
I think personally for me the reason why I say it's it's more than fair is because um, you know if the viewers and listeners have actually gone through the press conference which had taken place earlier, which was actually uh, addressed by the Indian Armed Forces officials, they have actually pointed out that seventy percent of the intake, mind you, seventy percent of the entire intake in the armed forces comprises of people actually coming from rural areas. तो जितने गांव लोग गांव और देहात वाले लोग हैं दे एक्चुअली कंप्राइज द बैकबोन ऑफ द आर्म फोर्सेस ओ वाओ आई मीन आई न्यू इट वाज अ ह्यूज नंबर बट दिस ह्यूज आई डिड नॉट रीड नाउ यस इट इट इज इन फैक्ट राइट सो गोइंग अहेड लेट्स टॉक अबाउट सम ऑफ द इश्यूज प्रॉब्लम्स क्या है तकलीफें क्या है क्यों इतने प्रोटेस्ट्स हो रहे थे क्यों इतनी पब्लिक प्रॉपर्टी डिस्ट्रॉय की गई है why so much of violence and arson i think in a nutshell i mean of course we are going to go deeper into into this but in a nutshell i think the keyword we are looking for is misinformation and i think you can shed some light on what the actual provisions of the scheme are so that listeners and anybody else who's interested would actually be able to get a much more unbiased unprovoked and honest view of the whole things as they stand right now you right so few of the issues that have actually come out and people have actually spoken about it in the peaceful protests as well are pay scale and allowances one mm-hmm. and what about the compensation if you know somebody joins the agnipat scheme and makes the supreme sacrifice two thirdly uh, there was a huge uproar where you know uh, During the COVID, there were a lot of aspirants who had applied to join the Indian Armed Forces, but yeah. because of the COVID, entire COVID situation, mm-hmm. they could not join. They were not let join, but for right reasons, of course, because you know the Armed Forces did not want the entire COVID or spread to spread even more. Right. So addressing these issues, I think the pay scale and allowances. जब हम उसकी बात कर रहे हैं, four lakhs is the amount that is going to be paid on an annual basis. Right. Well, that's not bad, yeah. Exactly. I mean, just just see people who are graduating these days, right? And I come from a background where I'm actually helping people get recruited. I I know these things in depth right now. Mm-hmm. The average pay scale for somebody with zero work experience and somebody who's just a graduate is two point five to three lakhs per annum. Wow. Right? Uh, the armed forces are actually willing to pay them four lakhs per annum, and there are going to be allowances on top of this as well. For example. If somebody is serving in the high altitude area or a difficult battlefield space, they are going to be paid uh, equivalent allowances. ऐसा नहीं है कि उनको वो payment नहीं मिलने वाली है. Right. And these are actually going to be uh, over and above the salary of four lakhs. Right. Yeah. Also, to let the viewers and listeners understand in more depth, uh, an amount of eleven point seven seven one lakhs. is going to be paid to the people who will eventually um, quit or retire i don't know which term would be more perfect all right uh, yeah probably complete their tenure complete that you know exactly yeah yeah they're going to be paid an amount of 11.71 lakhs obviously this entire amount is not going to be paid by the government some part of it is going to be paid by the candidates by the mm-hmm. aspirants themselves over the period of 4 years and the remaining amount is actually going to be um, you know covered by the government also if 
uh, any of the aspirant during their tenure makes the supreme sacrifice uh, they are actually going to be paid the sum of 1 crore that's uh, quite something especially because you know i think we also need to put into perspective the earlier fact that is stated which is that 70% of these people who eventually join the armed forces they come from lower income groups right yeah right and uh, for them, the majority of them right exactly so you know uh, any such amount would really go a long way in helping them of course you know i mean if it is the matter of a sacrifice nothing really can uh, replace that or substitute that but that allowance that support in terms of monetary help would actually go a long way in helping them resettle or make something even better in their lives uh, in their families lives of course of course absolutely right. so coming back to the point um, of the age 17 and half to 21 years jab uh, कोविड के टाइम पे लोग ज्वाइन नहीं कर पाए थे दीज आर मेजोरिटी ऑफ द पीपल हु हैव एक्चुअली पार्टिसिपेटेड इन द प्रोटेस्ट्स एंड यू नो डिस्प्लेड देयर डिस्प्लेजर टू द गवर्नमेंट एंड आई एक्चुअली सिंपथाइज विद दीज पीपल यू नो दे आर नॉट एट फॉल्ट दे वर आल्सो एस्पिरेंट्स एट दैट पॉइंट ऑफ टाइम दे हैव गिवन एग्जाम्स यू नो फिजिकल एग्जाम्स मेडिकल एग्जाम्स रिटर्न एग्जाम्स बट अदर्स वर्ड डिक्लेयर्ड एंड सो दी दीज पीपल हैव बीन लेफ्ट हैंगिंग बट you know the solution to this problem has already been given out for the first year this age relaxation of 23 years has been given so anybody who had missed out on this opportunity earlier can actually apply in this first year of the agnipat scheme and still be a part of the armed forces right right so that actually makes sense because as you said they did what they had to do and they did their part of course it's going to be slightly hurtful even now even after this relaxation has been given but then i mean if you are up for a career in the army you might as well get used to making some really tough decisions right <laughs> right is okay um, right so coming back to the issues i think another issue was about all of these people you know having a second career post their uh, completion of tenure for this i'd actually like to ask all of our viewers uh, listeners and to you as well a question jab aapne apni 10thvi pass ki thi when you were cleared your 10th as per the indian education how focused were you how what did you know about your career what were your career goals so to speak jo log bahut uproar kar rahe hain ki inka kya hoga aage not really i mean i would say that yeah i mean there's a general sense of anxiety throughout your teenage years and your formative years but to say that there are very few people i think even today i am way past that age where i had to make career decisions but i mean i think at that age when you just in your 10th standard you hardly have an idea about what to do and uh, i think what you are lacking at that point in your life is focus and discipline and i think if you make your way through the ranks of selection through the agnipa scheme you might as well get that much needed discipline and focus in your life and come out the other side a much better a much more driven person well said i think uh, personally for me yaar maine jab 10th pass ki thi all i was thinking was ki yaar ab 11th mein boards nahi hai maze kar main khel maze kar ट्रू 
the government and the armed forces have collectively taken a decision where they have actually made reservations right before we go to the reservations if you take an example of 46000 people who are going to be recruited in the first year of agnibat scheme mm-hmm. 25% out of this 46000 are actually going to be retained by the indian armed forces they are going to have a career uh, you know going ahead they will not have to worry about their uh, career post the completion of the tenure for the rest of the 75% they definitely have to worry but even there the government is helping so there are reservations in place by the mha which is the ministry of home affairs wherein um, you know 10% of reservations have been kept in the central armed police force and the assam rifles so 10% of these 75% will actually be you know helped and uh, inducted in these forces right so if you can just shed some more light on the reservations right absolutely so under the rmo which is the raksha mantrala office absolutely so they have actually come out with an official statement uh, publicly available on twitter as well as on their website that uh, 10% of the reservation would also include postings in the coast guard and defense civilian posts and all not some but all 16 of the defense psus the public sector undertakings that are existent within india so there is a lot of scope in terms of retaining talent and skilled servicemen you're right so apart from this you know this actually takes care of 20% remaining 55% uh, those are the statistics that we are going with right now these may change with the coming times but apart from that the uh, you know the entire merchant navy has also come up and uh, said that we will take some of the personnel from the indian navy on board so that they have a second career apart from this the armed forces have actually gone ahead and made a request to all of the states the state governments to actually you know help out these people uh, to get a job to get a shot at a second innings and also maybe these people will also be considered for the state police of course the state police definitely has their own uh, recruitment schemes but i am pretty sure you know going ahead uh, this will also come in writing wherein certain percentage will also be reserved for the state police absolutely absolutely that definitely makes sense in fact uh, not just that i think uh, for those who are wishing to study further after completion of the tenure uh, they will get an equivalent certificate and not a degree so to speak but a degree equivalent of uh, bridging courses etc skill development courses which will carry enough credit to be evaluated and given weightage by a university or a college wherever the said person the said individual coming out of tenure after 4 years would wish to study further so i think overall for now for a scheme which is very new so to speak i mean of course it's been in, de- in development for years now but for us it's very new and there will be a fine balancing act i'm sure and the private sector will have to play its part as well and i'm sure they would love to have some really uh, disciplined and focused people within their ranks especially in an age where startups have started to lose their sheen in terms of being too free with hair employees but uh, yeah i mean let's hope for the best i mean let's take this discussion ahead sure um so another issue which has been highlighted is the lack of the graduation degree mm-hmm. um what are your views on this i mean um is it good is it bad How i think this play personally for me if i were in that position i would definitely have a little bit of fear in terms of me having given 4 years of my life at a stage where i would have done probably my hsc and then gone ahead and taken admission in a course in an undergraduate program 
but then again at the same time we are definitely living in an age where degrees do matter yes but at the same time the overall skill level and skill development is being looked at in a much larger way so i think uh, while that fear is justified to an extent it need not be taken out of proportion as of now i actually have a counter question for you mm-hmm. uh, would you agree that in today's age and day skill set and a human's capacity and capability play a major role rather than just having a degree for oh, sure absolutely i mean a degree might just give you that initial push but then if you don't have the skills you are not going to be going through any rounds of interview at any place for any position so yes definitely skills are looked at in a major major way so uh, the armed forces are actually helping out these uh, agni veers mm-hmm. with the help of something known as bridging courses so these courses are actually something you know which are going to be employed probably in the ending days of their tenure right where you know they are going to be taught and they are going to be helped out in terms of getting and attaining more skills which will eventually help them probably either get a job start a business or um, you know land themselves somewhere where you know they can earn money have a living also uh, all of the armed forces have actually you know approached uh, the banks in terms of helping these candidates out in terms of you know loan facilities wherein what they've proposed is that with the 11.71 lakhs which are which is going to be paid to them all right apart from this the banks will actually uh, give these people loans for example in the first year they'll be given a loan right and if this individual is actually able to use this amount um, you know in a productive way they will actually be given and helped out in the second year as well for an additional loan this will actually be carried out till 4 years obviously depending on the credit ratings that these individuals have and how they utilize this money but you know being realistic after the fourth year the support is going to be withdrawn that makes sense definitely That's makes sense as practical as it can be i mean for us if for for individuals in the civil life it's actually really difficult to you know go and apply for a loan get a loan yeah exactly absolutely for salaried people it's still easy but uh, me being an entrepreneur i know it i faced this personally where i went to you know take a loan and i was royally rejected <laughs> absolutely and I'm, i mean you keep hearing of so many of these cases right but then i think we have got to stop putting all of the responsibility on uh, the systems that are existent yes of course the state will do what it what it can the armed forces will do what they can the banks will do what they can but then again you've got to go put your hand up and do a little bit of your own hard work as well right i mean not taking anything away definitely not wanting to demean anyone's effort or anyone's uh, fears or anxiety or whatever else it may be just putting out a point of view that's all i think uh, you know pertaining to what you just said taking that ahead i remember this interview where late honorable cds general bipin rawat had said his aura and personality he said that the army is not a career if you're here to get a job or you know make a career don't join the army the army is for people who actually want to serve their nation who want some adventure in life who want better opportunities but not a career so i think um, you know going ahead with that for all of those who want to join the armed forces through the agnipat scheme uh, i'm just stating the dates uh, as we have read online the air force uh, notifications begin on 24th of june 24th of july the phase 1 of examinations will commence and uh, the training would start on 30th of december for the indian navy 25th june 
is the date when the notifications go live. 21st November to 1st of December is the reporting for the training. Also a very important point uh, which the Indian Naval official had pointed out is that their recruitment is going to be gender neutral this time. So all of the women uh, aspirants who are out there who are willing and who really want to do it, please go ahead and enroll. For the Indian Army aspirants, the uh, notifications will be started on the 1st of July. The induction is going to be done in two batches and uh, a total of 40,000 aspirants will be inducted. The Army is actually going to be uh, you know, conducting rallies in all of the states in India. So all of the aspirants, guys, this is your time. Go ahead, give your best. With this, I think we will uh, conclude this episode and uh, we really don't wish to go into the negative specifics, but we would definitely like to highlight this one thing which is actually very important. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, I'm glad we spoke about this. And uh, I think we didn't mention this in a very brief bit earlier on but there are a few things which are very important right because the global economy is going through tough times uh, jobs are hard to come by inflation's rising there's a lot of issues everyone's facing so given this current state of unemployment and anxiety within the world and specifically within india and indians as well it's natural for the indian youth to be thinking about what comes next for them in terms of how can they help their families and in this state is where misinformation and provocation can be used maliciously to deploy half-truths and to indulge in fear-mongering that is what we really need to stop ourselves from that is what we really need to watch out for I think uh, that's all I have to say. If you've got something to add, uh, you know, please go ahead. So uh, I think, you know, with the help of this platform, I would really like to urge the people to make themselves more aware, get some knowledge beforehand, you know, before participating or indulging in these activities. Even if it's a peaceful protest, please ensure that, you know, you know the specifics and the background and try and verify as much as possible whatever information is being fed to you. If it is actually correct or not, and then take a, a logical decision. Um, vandalism is not really the solution. People are running trains. They are running from our money. The trains that are produced and manufactured are being made. They are paying tax. We are giving them tax. We are giving them tax. We are giving them tax. We are giving Which just does not make any sense to me. Absolutely. So, uh, glad I could add one more small bit of information that it's very important to go get your facts from the registered sources, the verified sources when it comes to the government of India, please go ahead. We'll be happy to link all the sources of literature from where we got our information, whether it is the MHA or the RMO or uh, the Indian government in general, or even if it is taken from a verified news source, we will be happy to pin it down for you guys to take a look at. And that is what is most important right because you take responsibility for whatever you say whatever you do i think with that we will conclude this first episode of for your information crew 101 and uh, in the ending notes i would uh, you know switch over to hindi and main bilkul ek plead karna chahunga logo se ki please thoda informative rahiye sahi decisions lijiye bhavnao mein mat bhaiye chand paiso ke liye apna zameer mat bechiye public property ko destroy or damage mat kijiye kyunki uske paise aap hi bhar rahe hain agar abhi nahi bhar rahe hain to aage ja ke jab aap tax bharenge aap hi uske paiso bharne wale so make informed decisions absolutely whatsapp pe thoda kam time bitaiye actual sources of information pe thoda gale se lagaiye bilkul and uh, so this is the end of our first first podcast i think if you people like please do share and you know let more people know about this we are very much open to suggestions if you guys want us to cover 
any specific topics please do let us know in the comments or reach out to us we will definitely leave the links how you can reach out to us yeah and uh, also yeah. if you have anything more to contribute to this particular discussion please feel free to do that we welcome all new pieces of information as long as they are verified right. and uh, that helps yeah i mean it helps build the community it helps build all of us up uh, let's try to build each other up and not the other way around So yeah it's almost 2 o'clock in the night and that's where we conclude our first episode so FYI crew signing off signing off good night